0: Welcome to the Caring Advisor Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Elizabeth Brickman, the Caring Advisor. Would you like to experience financial happiness? As a former finance professional credentialed in biblical finance, I want to help you close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of your finances. On today's episode, we have a repeat guest, Someone we received a lot of fantastic feedback on, and so we invited him back. My brother, a New York investment advisor, Robert Bralia. Welcome, hey. Robert.
1: Hi there.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad to have you. And you know why? Especially today, because we are going to talk about one of my most favorite subjects, and that is real estate. Hmm. Ooh. I so love everything about real estate, and you've got some great information for our listeners today.
1: Yes, a a couple of things that have happened in in my experience. Uh, I do want to tell you, listeners, first that when I speak to my clients about my real estate expert that I'm going to check with, it's you, Elizabeth.
0: (laughs) Okay, I have to, I have to uh, let the cat out of the bag that my secret love. Is real estate. Uh, I just, I, I love to look at houses. If any friend or anyone tells me that they or their client are looking for houses, I just feel like I have to be the one who hunts. Some people like to hunt in other ways. I love to hunt real estate.
1: And a special talent that you have that I clearly lack is you see what a house could be. I only see mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. And I may like it or not or whatever. But can I tell the story of of your house that you bought? I
0: know what you're going to say. Okay. Okay.
1: So I was visiting her and she said, I'm so excited. We just bought this house. This is many years ago.
0: You (laughs) want to come take a
1: look? I said, sure, that's great. (laughs) And I walked in and I said, have you closed yet? (laughs) It was a mess. It was... um, The look
0: on your face was... It, like imagine a baby tasting something that they don't like. <laughs> but honestly, everybody had that look because it was the ugliest house ever. Oh.
1: But you, Elizabeth, saw what it could be. So I, I walk in now and it's it's <laughs> it's, it's it's beautiful. I love it. And you saw that. Uh, I only saw what was there. But I, at any rate, let's. I
0: have to give my husband credit because I didn't realize you could knock down so many walls and put up other walls and change it that. Um, that dramatically. But um, yeah, that's 26 years ago we've had that house. Can you imagine? But for your clients and for our listeners, for what they are dealing with, real estate is a very large subject. The, The market cycles of real estate are longer. Real estate is an illiquid asset, meaning that if you suddenly need some money, you cannot really just Get that money in a day or two. So tell us what are some of the the risks, some of the benefits. A lot of people right now are doing a lot of home improvement. Talk to us from your tremendous expertise in helping clients sort through this and many other issues.
1: Yeah uh, home improvement is very important. And as you said, many people are doing it now. More people are working from home, etc. The key there is at what time, perhaps in the past, you would put X number of dollars into your home and it would increase the value by some multiple of that. You'd invest mm-hmm. $25,000 in home improvement and your home would now be worth $50,000 more. That may be the case in certain instances, but generally that is not the case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so the the key question for home improvement is, of course, can you afford it? number one. Mm-hmm. And does it, su- the, and if you can, the reason for doing it is that it supports your lifestyle. It supports, mm-hmm. it makes your life better and you mm-hmm. could afford it like, like, like anything else.
0: Mm-hmm. So you're saying don't look at home improvement as a moneymaker. Exactly. Look at it as a lifestyle enhancer.
1: Right, right. And so that's, 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 that's really critical. At the same time, I tell people, don't hesitate to improve your home. Uh, many of my clients are, are older and hesitate to make changes that would make their life more comfortable. And they're afraid they want to preserve the money for their children. And I, I remind them that your children will probably be retired by the time yeah. they get their inheritance. So um, you've worked hard. You've saved well. You've given away a lot of money. You've done all the right things in your life. Do what it takes to make. To, to make your life better and safer and healthier.
0: Ooh, safer is a good point too. And what about people wanting to buy uh, real estate for investment purposes?
1: Oh yeah. And <laughs> and and we're all entranced by those books, How I Made a Million Dollars in Real Estate on Thursday <laughs> Afternoon, you know. Um, and, and perhaps it's true, perhaps some people do that, but you have to remember that the Ninety-nine other people that lost their shirt—they didn't write a book about it. Um, so it's—it's very—it's—it's it's very tricky, but it can be a fantastic investment. The um, a client of mine—if I could tell a, a client yeah. story—they were just getting by. You know, they were just getting to the point of financial solvency, and um, uh, the husband had seen these books and TV reality supposed reality shows and such and uh, said, well, why don't I get a second mortgage on my house? use that as a down payment for uh, for another house and we'll have a, an investment property and i I convinced him that it, it, that was just too risky. You need to get your financial house in order first, pay off all your debts, not the primary mortgage but 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 everything but your mortgage and raise some money. As I've uh, taught my children, everything in life takes longer and costs more than you plan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's especially true with home improvement. Mm -hmm. So I said, let's focus the next year or two on getting your financial house really solid and, and then we'll focus on it. Now, if they do that, they're in a position to do one of the best ways to invest in residential real estate which is to other clients of mine have done this. You've now outgrown your house, mm-hmm. you've saved, you've, you've put money away, and you're ready to buy a, a bigger, better, or different house, mm-hmm. and you're able to financially keep the old one and rent that out. But you're that's, saying that is a good thing. Oh, yeah, that's that's one of the smartest ways. You, you know the neighborhood, you know the house, you know how old the boiler is, you know how old the roof is, and all of those uh things. So that's a once you run the numbers and talk to to your trusted advisor to run, help you run the numbers but mm-hmm. that could be a very good way.
0: Well you're saying that use that use that first house as your rental property. Exactly. While exactly. you move into your second house. Uh,
1: another element Elizabeth is uh you mentioned uh your husband mm-hmm. a very valuable asset. You know we call it sweat equity, right? If you know how to do things in the home, one of the spouses, that's hugely valuable. So when the sink faucet leaks, instead of a $500 plumber bill, it's Mm a $50 uh, Home Depot bill, and you do the work. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you lack that skill, it's going to be a little bit more of a challenge to make money.
0: Yes, because you're going to be spending a lot of money, you know, and also the time factor, things break on their time schedule not on yours <laughs> yeah. and so it that can be a really risky thing what about how much home to buy how how much should someone spend on a home
1: yeah that's a really important question and let me start with the the down payment end Um there are very often uh, deals, and I mean, it's it's a wonderful thing that veterans can get a wonderful deal where you could buy a property with 5% down or, or something like that. And I really, even if it's if you're eligible for that, I really have to advise against it. Maybe rent for another year or two and save some mm-hmm. more money. Because if you're taking a mortgage for, say, 95% or even 90% of the property, mm-hmm. that means you don't have other cash. Right, and when and when the unexpected happens, mm-hmm. you're facing a real problem. So you really want to put 20 or 25 percent down uh, on on a property mm-hmm. to begin with.
0: Yes, yeah, that's a that's good advice. I believe I asked you about the worst mistake you ever made, and you said it had to do with real estate.
1: Oh yes, um, so often when we're shopping for real estate, we'll see someplace will fall in love with it as i and my wife did and will buy into the belief that this is it i will never find a property like this i will never find the perfect place again whatever it costs i have to do it and i did that and and i made two actually it was a double mistake <laughs> I, I bought more house than i could afford at that point and and it was a struggle for 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 a long time and by not waiting a little longer, I found out that the almost identical property in a slightly better area went on the market about a month after I bought mine for less money. Wow! Uh, so had I just said, "This is great, we love it, let's look a little further," mm-hmm. uh, we both would have what we would have bought something we could afford and, and at the at the right time. So never ne- never there is no perfect property there's a place that you, you you will love and if you can't get that one there is another place that you love yeah.
0: and Robert what about how often one should buy and sell i think that sometimes people don't realize that transaction costs are enormous in real estate
1: yeah we, we all you know hear these stories of you know someone buying a house at some dollar figure and selling it for a great multiple. And we often forget that that's 20 or 30 years later to buy and sell rapidly. uh, Unless there's sweat equity. I I have clients that are architects and Mm -hmm. they they buy beat up places. They put Mm -hmm. their own talent and time and effort in and then Mm -hmm. sell them. But if you're just buying, you really need to hold the property for a significant number of years. Remember, remember, There are commission costs buying, commission costs selling. There are tax costs. There there are closing costs. Mm -hmm. When you add it all up, it's probably around 10% on Mm -hmm. each end. So the first 20% appreciation of a property is just to bring you to even. So uh, buy a home that you love and that you expect to be in for, for some period of time. And there's no shame in renting for one more year. Until you find just that right right place where where you're gonna move forward,
0: That's really good advice. You know, we purchased our home because it was in the neighborhood that felt the homiest and just felt right. and we couldn't really afford that neighborhood and that's why we bought that awful foreclosure uh, because it was the only way we could afford it. It took us decades to. Finally, room by room, floor by floor, fix it and make it right. But now I couldn't bear the thought of selling it and flipping it and taking it <laughs> a profit. Although my husband would probably tell everyone there is no profit
1: because it costs so much to, to fix it up. Um, but that's another good point, Elizabeth. Um, it, it, your home may be the one thing that you can stretch a little bit for if you like to go out to dinner for instance and you can't really go afford to go out x number of times a month then you shouldn't with a home if it's a place you're either going to raise your family if you're at that stage of life or 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 live your retirement years uh and it's a place that you you really like and you've really done your homework it really is the the right buy that's one thing you could stretch a, a little bit for you know
0: mm-hmm. That's that's good counsel, uh, especially if the kids are growing, because at some point, I know with our grandsons, now it's four cars in the driveway instead Mm -hmm. of two because the boys are driving. Um, Also, talking about uh, paying off a home, um, you know, the Bible says, be in debt to no one. The only debt you should have is to love one another. And, of course, Mm -hmm. we all pretty much have to start out with a mortgage, but it's a great idea. To pay mortgages off because wealthy people are truly free of, of owing and, uh, of being in debt. So if you are not in debt, you can live very richly on much less because you don't have a mortgage payment. So what's a great way to pay down or pay off a
1: mortgage? Yeah, that, that, that's really important, and 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 tied in with that is taxes. There's a little bit of a, a myth out there. People always say, "Well, I get such a great tax benefit from from my mortgage," but you're still paying it. it, it, it people uh, think sometimes that it's a magical amount of money in, in your pocket. No, it's just a reduction in your actual cost. So sometimes there are programs where you could make extra payments to the mortgage. Uh, uh, Sometimes instead of a monthly payment, you pay every two weeks. So now you're making 26 payments a year instead of uh, uh, the equivalent of 12. You know, you have an extra, extra two payments in there. I like the idea of setting up a reserve fund and then taking a big chunk and paying down the mortgage in, in big chunks. Oh,
0: very interesting, like tranches.
1: Yeah, it gives you a sense of accomplishment. You All of a sudden you see that number, that balance drop, and it encourages you to do more.
0: We just set up our own system. We just did a spreadsheet and ran numbers that how much extra would we have to pay in order to get it paid off by this date or that date or this year or that year. And we just ran after it. And, um, so it's, it's something I recommend. Well, thank you so much for being with us again today. Uh, everybody just absolutely loves when you come on and we will will have you again soon.
1: Oh, thanks for having me.
0: Bye for now. Let's continue our conversation. Subscribe and be notified when the next episode airs. And if this has helped you find financial happiness, please share it. Let's close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of our finances. Come visit me at ElizabethBrickman.com, where subscribers receive additional content. And thanks to my co-producer and audio engineer, Tyler Harrison.